for me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world ECI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or the Board of Regents To learn more about this program or other programs on KUCI Log on to KUCI.org My name is Anne. you're listening to Operation Community Stimulus You can always feel free to locate me through my website Which is OperationCommunityStimulus.com And please forward any questions or suggestions that you might have we are interviewing today Dr. Julie Osborne. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. And we are real excited to learn about exactly what it is you do, your title, and, you know, could you share with us that, please? Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I have my doctorate in psychology. Perfect, perfect. Um, could you, t- uh, your schooling, um, where, where did you go to school? Um, I have a bachelor's in social work, and I got that back in Buffalo, New York, where I'm from, at Buffalo State College. And then I have my master's in social work at Long Beach State. And then my doctorate I got from the Southern California University for professional studies. And how long have you been in Irvine? I've been in Irvine for 10 years. Do you like it here? I love Irvine. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I think it's probably about the best of the best, huh? Yes. I I understand that you're very into the cognitive behavior um, therapy. Could you explain to that for people like me exactly what that is about? Sure, sure. That's that's my specialty is cognitive behavioral therapy. Sometimes you'll hear it be called, um, the term will say CBT, just for short, just Mm -hmm. to let you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So the word cognitive just means your thought process. So the theory behind the cognitive behavioral therapy is that the way that we think creates our moods, which affects our behaviors and our physical reactions. So most people live their life living off of their moods, meaning depending on how you feel determines what you do. And that's why most people really don't get well, because they just do the behavior, which makes them feel better, but it's like a band-aid, because they always go back to whatever negative mood, whether it's depression, anxiety, if they have obsessive-compulsive disorder, um, panic attacks, you know, numerous different things. So what I teach people is instead of just living off of your moods, is to figure out why you feel the way you do. And that's based on your thoughts. And then once we figure out what you're thinking, we want to challenge your thoughts to change them, which in turn will change how you feel and your behavior and your physical reactions. Physical reactions means like if your sleep's disrupted, appetite changes, difficulty concentrating, memory, crying a lot, those are physical reactions. And the one last element which is really important is your environment that you're in. So that can be work, home, school, and you really need to assess if that's part of the problem. It's not always just you, it can be the environment that you're in that you need to change as well. In all the years of of these studies, do they see that people are are getting better are they getting you know how how is it now for cognitive behavior is it is it worse than it used to be the better the same or do you would you have a clue um what all the research shows and when you read just about any article on mental health cognitive therapy is recommended it's the most recommended therapy it's the most research therapy that's out there just recently they had some new research stating that for people with mild or moderate symptoms that cognitive therapy works just as well as psychiatric medication for people with no side effects, though. <clears throat> so, you know, medicine has its place. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, you know, changing the way that you think and really, you know, giving some time to therapy and yourself, you can make those changes as well. So cognitive therapy has only gotten made things better. It works all the time. I mean, I specialize in it because I see people get better. 
you know, mm-hmm. which is which is what you want. You want people to come in and learn tools and move on. You know, what I look at with somebody like you is um, I feel like you're a third party. Like if somebody's having conflict, you're the third party mm-hmm. that's not emotionally attached to them, hopefully. You right. know, that you could give like an objective point of view. It's like, you know, a well check, you know. Exactly. We go to the doctor, you know, once a year for a well check. I think that our, you know, that our thoughts are probably the most important thing that we have, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. They, they affect everything. And you just, people don't think about mm-hmm, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let me just say, you know, it's not positive thinking that I teach people because that doesn't last. It doesn't, I mean, if everybody, everybody can positively think and we'd all be well if that worked. But it doesn't last. It's kind of like to get over the finish line in a race. Positive thinking works. So you really need to figure out what you're thinking. And, and most people, when I say to them, what were you thinking in that moment? Most of them are like, I have no idea. I just know I felt horrible. But your brain never shuts down, you have to remember. And your thoughts affect your belief system, the choices you make, the values, is because that's the way you think about things. Hmm. And most of my clients, once they just start being aware of what they think, even though they don't know what to do with their thoughts yet, they start to feel better because they say they feel like they have more control. They're not just reacting to everything in their life based on their moods. But they're like, oh, what am I thinking about? And is that even true? You know, most people Mm -hmm. think because they have a thought that it's true and they don't question it. And then they act on it. Wow, that's pretty pretty uh, amazing. I believe everybody needs help, and then people in denial need it worse than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, they just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a blessing or not, though. But no, you know, it's 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 sad, isn't it? It's, it, it is because you know most people learn cognitive therapies because they come into come into therapy. Mm-hmm. But it's something I've always said. You know, if everybody would challenge their thoughts. Sure. The world would be a different place. Mm-hmm. You know, we make decisions on all levels in our world, especially even with government, up to government, making, you know, why do you go to war? Mm-hmm. Based on how mm-hmm. you feel normally, not because what am I thinking about? You know, they're, the feelings of they're going to hurt us or, you know, they did this or that. And then people make these huge decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and I always tell my clients, you know, you're, you're making life decisions based on thoughts that aren't even true. I mean, it's really profound when you stop and think about it. And when people say, I wish I thought about that more, I say to them, you didn't think about it at all. You felt it and you did something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You know? No, I think everybody has a a fault in everything. I would be a a bad person to have, the wrong person to have on a death row because I feel like, I feel like there would be a reason for that person doing, I mean, people that lie, they actually have a mental problem. You don't do that if you, I wouldn't think that you would do that if you, you know. Well, if you look at, you know, um, just the criminal system, you know, they say 80% of people incarcerated were under the influence when they committed that crime. And just Hmm. using alcohol and drugs, there's a reason people use alcohol and Mm -hmm. drugs, and usually it's because they don't want to deal with the feelings, or they can't deal with their feelings, or their life. I mean, yeah, there's a a much bigger story to everything out Mm -hmm. there. It's not black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, but most people don't have the opportunity to get help, or they're not willing to go get help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They don't. It, it, that's half the battle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just getting here. Mm-hmm. No, wow. One thing, one thing that I just want to say, you know, to your listeners is, if you're some one of those people that think coming to therapy is weak, you know, <laughs> it's actually a strength. I agree. I and, and the weakness is not getting help. But exactly. so many people are, think, I'm weak because I need to go get help from someone. I should know mm-hmm. how. And why should you know how? Nobody's taught you. Exactly. Exactly. You know better. You know you better, better. You do better. I knew you would finish it. <laughs> I think I shared with you earlier, my sister was in a psychiatric hospital nurse for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, it's been good to have somebody that, you know, studied the books, read the books, that has the, you know, right. but I still, she and I both have reached out to professionals because I just, I just think a well check on your thought pattern, like you said, was, it's, it's a smart thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Could you share with us exactly where your practice is at, where you work and, and everything? Yeah, I'm here in Irvine in Woodbridge. I'm on the corner of Bronk and Culver. I'm right behind Mimi's Cafe and Island's Restaurant, if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had my private practice here for 10 years now. I was at UCI Medical Center for 10 years as well, over in Orange, um, mm-hmm. in the outpatient um, setting there. I did therapy, and I did training with the um, residents, teaching them cognitive behavioral therapy. Wow. Yeah. At the UCI, at the, you mean the, at the medical center in the Orange. The doctors there? Is yeah, that the, yeah the, for the psychiatric mm-hmm. uh, residents. Oh, okay. They're going okay. the residency there because they have the hospital mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So downstairs is an outpatient. And so they, with their training, I was the one that, um, I had a group, a cognitive behavioral therapy group, and they would sit in. That's amazing. Yeah. And I have to tell you something else that I heard one time, and I think you're going to agree <laughs> that if you always agree with yourself, you definitely need to Yes, to I would agree with that. <laughs> I love to Google and learn things. <laughs> That's cute. Um, what kind of uh, volunteer work do you do in, in the community? Because I know all good, bus- all good businesses are always involved in our community. So yes. I'm sure that you must be doing something. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm just getting started with uh, Families Forward. I haven't seen anyone yet, but that's a um, really excellent program. And so I will be offering you know, free services to a family or individual in need. Um, and see them as long as they need to be seen. Mm-hmm. And another organization that I'm hooked up with is called uh, Give an Hour, and that's for the military. Hmm. That um, if you're in the military or anybody is connected, uh, you know, family, cousins, grandparents that have somebody in the military that need, um, you know, some counseling, mm-hmm. that um, they would call that organization. Like I said, it's called Give an Hour, and then they would find a therapist in the community, and I would see them for free as well. I understand that a smart person doesn't know everything, but they know where to find find it out. Yeah, that's very true. And I think Family Forwards, I'm very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with them. They're located at the police station, right? Yeah. They do a lot for the Irvine community. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, the residents here, I understand it's free for them. And I think even if you work in Irvine, you have access to the family for four families. Families Forward. Four families Forward. Yeah. 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 No, it really is a great program. Um, who could you share with us maybe a little bit about some of the? Uh, I know that you've been involved with Dr. Phil, yes. and I think that's a kind of an exciting thing because I've read his book, Strategy and Doing What Matters, Doing What Counts, and uh-huh. it, was, it was a book that really made me realize that hey, I did do contribution to things that were done wrong because we all have a. So how was that experience for you? It was it was good. It was fun. I was, that's why I was working at UCI at the time, mm-hmm. and um, they had a show called Moms on the Verge. And these moms were uh, verbally abusive to their children, and they were, like, on the verge of becoming physically abusive. So he wanted to have therapists there in the office to hook up with each of the uh, guests he had because they didn't want Child Protective Services to step in. They knew if they had, you know, help for the um, women that 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 wouldn't happen. So anyway, so they... um, and so he chose me, I was told from the producer, because of the cognitive behavioral therapy. And um, so I was, went to the show. Yeah, it was, you know, it was fun. You got picked up, you know, in a limo and got, went up there and, you know, got all fixed up for the show. But it was a good experience, wow. and it was a great experience with the woman that I worked with. Um, and then I saw her for free, and um, she was definitely a success story. I wish that they had a follow-up with that show. They were supposed to, but because... She, once she went on that show and surrendered in front of really the world that I'm abusive towards my son, 
the things that came into her life were just unbelievable. And Love she it. did great with the cognitive therapy. Mm -hmm. She committed herself to come every week, and we met for about 10 weeks. Now that's what I mean. You, it, just just realizing there's there's something wrong. I mean, get the help for crying out loud. Right. Yeah, but you yeah. know, there's so much there's so much shame and guilt mm -hmm. involved that people don't want to say anything mm -hmm. or think they're going to be able to figure it out themselves, and then mm -hmm. it tends to get worse. The one thing to know about cognitive therapy, which is really good as well, is it's considered short-term therapy. So if someone comes in and really works hard, you know, sometimes eight or ten sessions and we're done. It's not a long-term mm -hmm, commitment mm -hmm. if you don't want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I think one, you know, people think of, you know, Sigmund Freud laying on a couch for, you know, years. <laughs> and that's not what therapy has to be about. Mm -hmm. You know, you can come in, learn tools, and move on with your life. No, that totally, totally makes sense. Well, I really want to thank you so much for sharing the information today. How could our listeners reach you? Do you have a, a, a email, a phone number, a website, or anything? I have all of those. Okay. <laughs> well, let's hear them. Okay. So my um, website is jlotherapy at cox.net. And on my website, um, I have uh, some of my Dr. Phil show is on there, but there's also about 10 newsletters on all different uh, mental health issues that um, anyone can read that goes on. Um, and my email is jlotherapy at cox.net. I'm sorry, which I gave you. My website address is mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. Okay, okay. I saw, Sorry about that. And then my phone number to reach me directly is 949 224-3136. Well, I want to thank you again. You're welcome. And you're listening to Operation Community Stimulus, and you can find us at 88.9 FM in Irvine, California on KUCI.org. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. You are listening to KUCI.